Hi, welcome to First Things First, the podcast where we talk about God and faith and community and all things that are important to us here in Shallow Water, Texas. Uh, every week we have a guest on and uh, I get to just sit down with them and, and we get to just share our stories together and we talk about we talk about things that matter to us here in Shallow Water and at our church and, and even all around the world. So um, I'm Brad Miles. I'm the pastor at First Baptist Church Shallow Water and uh, this uh, podcast is a production of First Shallow Water, and uh, my guest today is my good friend Angie Smith. Uh, Angie and her husband Joe Kirk, who you may have heard on a previous podcast, if you listen, uh, they do a lot of awesome things in our church. They teach a, they teach a marriage maintenance class, and uh, so they'll have several couples in there, and they just kind of talk about uh, healthy marriages and how to do that and what that looks like, and uh, and so they've been doing that for how long, Angie? How long? We have a kind of a waiting list even to yes. do, be a part of it, which is awesome. Yes. The Lord it really is. blessing that. So uh, so that's one thing they're involved in, and, and Angie is also real. Uh, you know, real involved in the community. She works at the, with the school district, right? And, yes. Uh, so if you go to any like football game, uh, Angie is there doing your tickets, right? That's her main job, right? That's I love it. it. <laughs> She's at all the sporting events. So, uh, so okay, Angie, talk a little. Just tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Maybe talk about your family, your job, all that kind of stuff. What What do people need to know about Angie Smith? Oh my. Well. <laughs> I am the secretary at the intermediate school, okay. administrative assistant. I always have such a hard time with that because that's a big word. I mean, I'm just right, the right. secretary. Exactly. I just, I just <laughs> help everybody. It's easier to say secretary than it administrative is. assistant. Right? Yes. I hear you. Yes. Yeah. And I'm in my 16th year oh, wow. at the school. So yeah. it, saying 16, it seems like it's been a long time. And I look back and it really has. Right, yeah. When you talk about me being at the all the ball games. Yeah. Well, those kids are mine. Right. They, yeah. I've seen them come through our building. Right. And yeah. we love the parents and uh, we want to support them. So we do. We love to go and support the kids and support yeah. the parents. And that's awesome. Sports is just so much fun. Yeah. I mean, I love, yeah. I, I, I love going to games and, and I love a small community like this mm-hmm. too, where like uh, I was telling somebody the other day, if I want to see every person that goes to my church, uh, it's easy. I just go to a football game on yes. Friday night, right? And, and yes. almost everybody is there. That's so right. if I want to, if I want to connect with almost every person in our town, no mm. problem. Go to the football game because mm. they'll all be there, you know, <laughs> or basketball games or whatever else, you know. Well, we're so supportive. Shallow water, so supportive. Really? Yeah. It makes me sad when we go That's to ball true. games or see other teams and there's not anybody in the stands. Yeah, it's yeah. just so sad. Yeah, and even like people who don't have kids on the team, like everybody, yes. everybody goes just mm-hmm. because everybody's you know loves this community. So yeah. that's really cool. Okay, so talk about your family. You're you married to Joe Kirk. Yes, right? we've been married. We'll be married uh, 38 years in June. Whoa, yeah, awesome. it is crazy. Years. 38 years, that's and awesome. that's one thing we let him do. His decision before we got married uh-huh. was to decide on the day. Okay, and uh, he asked me. He said, "Well, when do you graduate from high school?" I said. May 30th. He said, okay, June 30th is when we'll get married. Okay, so one month. So he picked me out of the house That's from underneath mom and dad. Okay, so you, right, you got to go back and tell that story. All right, talk about how you guys met and what, you know, you, clearly you met in school, right? You went to the- He went to another school. He went okay. to Valley, and I was going to Silverton, So, okay. and he's three years older than me, okay. four years in school, so I didn't know him in school. Right, right. We started dating when I was a sophomore. Okay, so how did you meet him? Um... My cousin was okay. his best friend. Okay, all right. And so that was the connection. Right, right. So yeah. he met you and he was like, hmm, I'm going to ask her out. Is that kind of how that went? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> you 
ago. It was so long ago. Yeah, yeah. But we kissed before we had our first date. So oh, right. It yeah. was love at first sight. Yeah, I get that. Sadly, uh, most of my experiences in dating were like that too. I always got things backwards. So mainly it's because I, I, I think maybe I never knew that girls liked me mm-hmm. until. So I had to actually like they had to actually like get in my face and be like. I like you before I would understand, you know what I mean, <laughs> that they did. So anyway, so it was always backwards. But so you guys met when you were a sophomore, started dating when you were a sophomore. Yes. Right. And then got married right after you graduated from high school. Right after, yes. Wow. Yes. Wow. We've been together ever since. That's awesome. Yeah. So uh so talk about being married like really young. Like mm-hmm. that. Like because uh, uh, I know, like I got married, I mean I was 21 amy was 19 whenever mm-hmm. we got married so so i know we uh, we have shared that experience yeah. we got married really young too but what was that like and what what was great about it what were the struggles you know how did that how did that how did that work we were so ready just to be together yeah legally yes yeah because you guys have been dating for been dating. Like three years yes. yeah okay yeah, so all we've right. been through you know yeah all that and yeah um we had Dakota, our son, our only son, our only child, uh-huh. uh, a year after, a year and a half after we got married. Okay. All so, right. you know, he was, he was a, our, um, our sole focus. Right. Yeah. You know, being an only child, but. Yeah. And, and right from this, like you were, you guys were only married like six or eight months yeah. before you got pregnant yes. too. So yeah. yeah. Okay. So like right from the start, mm-hmm. I mean, there was a baby coming and that was, yes. that was the focus. Joe Kirk farmed. We lived in Kittyquay. Yeah. And I stayed at home. Uh-huh. Um, we we have always struggled financially. Yeah. You know, farming, it's, 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 it's hard. Yeah. It's a great life because uh-huh. when it's in your soul. Yeah, right. It is just, you know, it's just in your soul. I uh-huh. grew up driving a tractor for my granddad and right. I loved working with Joe Kirk and, uh-huh. and, but it's, it's always been a struggle for us. Right. And, um. But we, we lived in Kitty Quay and for about twelve years. And then the Lord decided that we needed to move. Yeah. I mean, farming wasn't what it what we needed it to be. Right. So before the bank said you need to quit, right. Joe Kirk quit. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so we came we moved to Shallow Water. Uh-huh. And that was one of the hardest things, hardest decisions right. I think we've probably ever made was to move from Kitty Quay. That was that was our I mean, Joe Kirk had never lived anywhere else. Right, yeah. And um, I remember that was probably one of the first times I remember praying together as a family. Right. Us yeah. three as a family just praying about it. Right. And Dakota was 12, I believe. Okay. <clears throat> so it was a, that was a pretty big move for him, too, then, like yes. where he was in school. Yes. Yeah. Or no, I guess he was 10 because he was in the fourth grade okay. when we moved. Yeah. Um, and then when we were, we had decided on shallow water uh-huh. and I was driving around town one day and just, you know, just looking at the town and, and maybe looking at the houses, trying to figure out maybe where we would live. And, right. and I, w- I was so um, sad, so yeah. scared. Yeah. And I just pulled into the parking lot of this church. You did. And just started bawling. Uh-huh. I mean, I cried and cried and cried and cried and talked to Jesus and uh-huh. just, you know, what do you want us to do? I feel at peace. I mean, I really, Jesus had given me a peace about moving. Right. And I was so thankful for that. Right. And if nobody's ever experienced that peace. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you just always remember. Right. Peace. Yeah. And in fact, peace is my word this year. Right. That's your word. That's for the my year. word I for the it. year. Yes. Um, 
Anyway, so this church has always been so important to us. Right from the first moment you moved here. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. We had a, an older lady in Kitty Quay tell us, first thing you need to do is you need to find a church. Uh-huh. Get involved and yeah. just get after it. Yeah. That's so, tr- that's so true, Angie. Like, yeah, and I think that, you know, sometimes uh, in, in all of these podcast episodes that we've mm-hmm. done, w- what I keep hearing over and over again is how much the community uh, 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 that you have here at First Shallow Water, mm-hmm. like how much being a part of this, you know, this iteration of the body of Christ has meant to people. And uh, and, and I think, you know, a, a lot of folks in our culture, especially, we, you know, we, we, we don't sometimes think about church as the most important thing or really yeah. prioritize it. Mm-hmm. But boy, when I talk to people uh, over and over and over again, I hear about how, you know, the, the ministry of this church, the relationships that people had in the church have really shaped and formed them. Yeah. And they're so grateful for them. And, and yeah, and moving to a new town, you know, a lot of folks is not even on their radar, mm-hmm. uh, you know, but, but, but finding a church like right up front and getting plugged in and involved, that really does matter a lot. You're right. It does. We've met so many great friends here. Yeah. And, you know, we've been through some ups and some downs, Sure, but yeah. that's, I think that's just life. Uh-huh. It is. And we've learned some, I mean, our growth with God has grown so much here. Right. We just have, we've been involved in different committees, different, uh, working with the youth. Uh-huh. I worked yeah. with the youth when Dakota was in, starting in junior high and all the way through when he graduated. And that right. was, that was, that was great That's for me. I loved it. Loved yeah. being around him, of course. Right. And all yeah. of his friends uh-huh. and just wanting to encourage the kids. Yeah. Um, I know we haven't talked about how I came to Christ yet, but that I was young. Right. I mean, six or seven. I don't really remember the age, but uh-huh. I know I was young. And I remember talking to my mom and telling her, you know, I was wanting to give my life to Jesus. Yeah, yeah. And do you, there, do you remember like what kind of led up to that? Or was it just kind of being in church all the time and hearing about that? Was that kind of what it was? I think it was just being in church because yeah. we were in church every time, yeah. all the time. So your family. Monday, Wednesday, Sunday, yeah. uh, Monday. Not on Mondays, but Sundays and Wednesdays, <laughs> right. yes. Yeah. Yes, we were. What do they say? That, that uh, you, you, you got your parents drug you yes, to church every time exactly. the door Exactly. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. I remember being, you know, being baptized. But, you know, when we're in Rock Around there when uh, growing up. Uh-huh. Well, so when I was a senior, we had a revival in Silverton, and I remember asking my mom, or telling her, I, I'm, I really don't know if I'm a Christian. Right. I yeah. really, you know, I was so young, I just, I really don't know. She said, well, you, she's so wise. She's mm-hmm. the matriarch of our family. She's yeah. just so wise. And she said, you go in your room, and you get your Bible, and you start reading. Uh-huh. And you talk to God. Right. And he'll tell you. Yeah. He'll yeah. find scripture. Right. He'll tell you. And it happened. I yeah. mean, she was so smart, and 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 I remember talking after probably at the end of the revival, just going up and sharing yeah. with the congregation that yes, Jesus lives in my heart. Right. That's and awesome. I mean, that was one of the milestones in my life too. Just to you know, because I know kids when they become Christians and they are baptized young, I always think one day are they going to come to that crossroad of am I really right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. There's no way, you, you know, I mean, I, I became a Christian when I was six years old. Mm-hmm. 
and and I clearly like that was a, definitely a salvation moment for me. Mm-hmm. Like I, you know, I understood to the best of my six year old brain, right? Yeah. I understood what was going on there, and uh, and so, uh, but even even though that was really clearly, you know, the to- the moment when I accepted Christ, right? No doubt, I would go back to that moment a bunch of times, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, but I still was really learning what it meant to live that out. I, there's no way as a six-year-old you can understand fully what it means to follow and serve Christ. Mm-hmm. And and so a lot of people, too, you know, like Sadie, I remember she prayed to receive Christ when she was like, you know, six years old. Mm-hmm. And uh, But then this past year, she, you know, had an experience at Fields of Faith where, you know, she was like, no, I don't think that was, there were a lot of factors maybe that were going on in her life that caused her to want to ask those questions and say those prayers. And that was the Holy Spirit working, mm-hmm. you know, but, but she didn't really surrender her heart and her life to Christ until just this past year, you know? And so that was, so I think a lot of kids have that, especially if they grow up in church, Mm -hmm. they have that experience because they, they hear what the gospel is and they want to respond to it, but they don't really understand it all Mm -hmm. yet. So that's not, I don't think that's unusual at all, but your, your senior year, that's really when you feel like you, you committed your heart and your life to Christ fully. You knew what you were doing. And and that was that moment of surrender. Well, that foundation had been laid. I mean, my parents had, you know, taken me to church. I'd gone to youth camps and, and revivals and and different things. So, you know, I had that foundation. Absolutely. And that foundation helps. It does. That gives you that base of what you can go back to when you're struggling. Yeah. And, you know, in all of our families, right, we're... We are building foundations for mm-hmm. our children. Yes. So, I mean, no matter no matter who we are, what mm-hmm. we do, we're building a foundation that our children are going to kind of b- try to build their life on. And uh, but if we're not careful, we can build all kinds of foundations mm-hmm. on all kinds of things. That's right. You know, and a lot of those things won't stand the, the test of time if we're not building on the foundation of Christ. So that's a good a good word. I, I know as a parent, we you know we your kids are busy and you want them to be involved in all these activities. But if you're not careful, you end up kind of prioritizing some of those yes. instead of those things that really matter, which is, you know, our faith in Christ and Scripture. Mm. And yeah, yeah. So, okay, so your senior year was a big year for you. Yeah. <laughs> you, <laughs> I planned uh, a wedding and got married, that's yes. Right, that's right. Then, like, surrendered your heart and your life to Christ and then and then got married. Mm. And then just, a, a, I mean, a little bit after that, you find out you're pregnant. Yep. I mean, this is a, things were moving at light speed for mm-hmm. you at that mm-hmm. time in your life, huh? Yeah. But we were living in a small community, and yeah. things were just good. Right. They, they were good. They were what I knew. I mean, uh-huh. I didn't know anything else. Right, yeah, yeah. And um, we, Dakota being our only child was so... It was awesome. I mean, right. we, we wanted others, but found okay. out when I was 23, I had to have a hysterectomy, so that kind of yeah, shot that. Right, and right. and uh, But we loved on him, and we put him on such a pedestal Yeah. that, oh, it was just so crazy when we found that out that, the, you know, the counselor we were going to said, who's on, who, who is, who's on the throne? Right. Is it God or is it Dakota? Yeah. And we were like, I know, I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, I, I know who it is, and right, and bless his heart, he should not be there. That's right. I mean, yeah. how much he can't handle that. He can't handle it. Yeah, right. And but he has grown so much, also, right, in ups and downs, and sure, and you know, you just look back on how you parent. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, I know, even though he's an adult now, he's he's thirty. Six, I think. (laughs) 
and 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 he's an adult, so there's still a little bit of maybe parenting, but there's more of a sweet relationship now. Right. Yeah, that's good. And we just, you know, we love how he he how he has grown uh-huh. and watching his faith grow too. Right. I know. Yeah. Um. When I was working with the youth, it was so fun too. That's when I really learned how to praise, yeah, praise God, right? Praise Jesus, worship Him. Uh-huh. We had an awesome music leader, and it was so fun to watch the kids just release themselves. Right. Yeah. And now music is so important to me. Uh-huh. I love uh-huh. our praise and worship. Yeah. I just yeah, that yeah. time. I just I just love it. And um, the song "Evidence" by Josh Baldwin. Uh-huh. Okay. A couple of years ago when it came out, well, I heard it on my birthday. Yeah, all right. And I thought, that is, that is my song. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so what are the words in that that really mean something to you? Do you know what are the ones Let's that... see. All throughout my history, your faithfulness has walked beside me. Right. The winter storms made way for spring in every season from where I'm standing. I see the evidence of your goodness all over my life. I see your promises in fulfillment all over my life. Help me remember when I'm weak. I mean, remembering back to how he has carried us through so many struggles. We've had financial. We've had marital. We've had, um, there's been so many so things that talk about let's talk about some of that stuff so you know maybe tell some stories about some really pivotal moments in in your life where you felt like the lord was really stretching you and growing you you know what are some of those kind of foundational moments i know we've talked about some already but but uh, if you don't mind share some some stuff about some of these some of the adversity that you guys faced that you kind of grew through and how did that work we have grown together that's for sure right um and we share a lot of our marriage story in the marriage in the maintenance class. class. Yeah, right. We do. Yeah. yeah so I'm not going to do that much here. Yeah. Because um, we want people to come and hear that there. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Right. But um, I mean, God has just opened our eyes, mine and Joe Kirk's eyes, to to where we fail. Right. To where we sin. Uh-huh. And growing through that, um, he he just keeps showing us and and. I had the, my main scripture, I guess, through all of Dakota growing up and the, the struggles that he had in high school uh-huh. and has been devote yourself to prayer, being watchful and thankful. Right. That's in Colossians 4, 2. Uh-huh. I, and I just keep going back to that. We, ju- we just pray. We keep on praying. Yeah. Watchful. Being watchful. Uh-huh. That's one of my... Um, favorite things yeah is to see how god works in people's lives right yeah me too oh yeah. it is so fun yeah <laughs> it is so fun and then just being thankful for what he's done yeah and for you like you can look back mm-hmm. you know over this history of this time that where you were really walking with the lord you mm-hmm. know and, and maybe even sometimes when you weren't you know yeah. walking with oh the yes lord. definitely uh but you can that's why that song means a lot to you <clears throat> right you you have this evidence yes that's that all along the way when you look back on how God was working and how God was, was moving yes, through, through all that stuff. Huh? With the finances, it, it seems like we go up and down, up and down. Joe sure. Kirk farmed when we got back here, when we came to Shallow Water. Right. After a while, he started farming. Then we had to quit 
farming again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's such a lifestyle change. Yeah. And he's got a great job uh-huh. now, and yeah. it, but still, you still struggle. And at, at one point, several years ago, we thought we were going to lose our house. Wow. And yeah. that was so hard. Uh-huh. Okay, Lord, we just turn it all over to you. Sure. We, we can't do it on our own. We've right. got to have you work it out for us. Yeah, yeah. And I've been such a control freak <laughs> all my life. I mean, I have. Joe Kirk today, he said, Angie, don't try to control it. Let, right. God, let God speak. <laughs> Let it be his words, not yours. And right. I've got a page written here, yeah, you know. That's good. That's good. Preparation. <laughs> yeah. But it's just to let go yeah. and let God. Right, right. Because he's going to do and what his will uh-huh. is better than anything. Yeah. We think things can be good, but we have no idea. Right. Yeah. What he's got planned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Praying, that, going back to the scripture, devote yourselves to prayer. When Joe Kirk and I were lived in Kitty Quay, um, we just—I mean—we played church. I think he said sure. that in his in uh-huh. his uh, podcast. And I remember praying that he would be the leader of our home, yeah. the Christian leader of our home, and would sit beside me in church and just hug up on me and and mm-hmm. you know just be glad be that glad we're there together. That, yes, yeah, yeah. and just praying about that and seeing other couples. That's how I wanted to be. Uh-huh. God answered. I mean, right. look at how he's changed Joe Kirk's life now. Yeah, I no mean, doubt. from then to now. I mean, I was just so proud of him and his podcast. Yeah, and yeah. and just it's, but watching God work in a lot of people's lives. Uh-huh. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. So t- talk uh, for you, like mm-hmm. what do you, you know, just pick out like maybe, if you could pick out just maybe one moment in your life mm-hmm. where you felt like, this is where I, I felt the Lord most like strongly at work, right? In in me, moving in my heart, teaching me, right? Growing me, right? Where is maybe as an adult, like where was a moment as an adult that you really mm-hmm. felt like the Lord, you felt the presence of the Lord in a rich and a real way, and you felt like he was teaching you and growing you in that moment, through that moment. Wow. There's been There's been a, a bunch of There's them. been a bunch <laughs> of them. There really has. Um There was a couple of years ago at school, uh-huh. and uh, the principal that we had there for ten years, she was gonna, she was retiring, right? And I was devastated, right? I just and we were good friends, and uh-huh. I was just devastated, and I was really close to quitting, right? I was I was I was really thinking about it, prayed about it long and hard, and uh-huh. and uh, prayed with our pastor at the time, and. God showed me that that is where I have you, Angie. Right. That is that is where you are to be. Uh-huh. I mean, I've had several different jobs. I cleaned houses when we first came to Shallow Water, right. and and you know felt like I that was a ministry. Sure, and absolutely. it was. I mean, yeah. I prayed over those homes and those yeah. people that lived there, and uh-huh. and but at school, I get to love on the kids. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the parents. Uh-huh. The staff. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. I love my campus. I love my building. And God shows me every every summer, he gives me a scripture. Uh-huh. And I use that to share with them on their birthdays on the staff. Oh, cool. And yeah. so we, I hope that's a ministry. I mean, I know that's a ministry too. Sure. And yeah, I absolutely. hope they all, you know, feel the encouragement. Mm-hmm. And 
I think that's one of my strengths is encouraging. Yeah. You know. I would agree with that. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, you're a very encouraging person. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. And a mentor. Uh-huh. Being a part of Apples of Gold. Yeah. So, t- uh, yeah, t- 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 folks, some folks might not know what that right. ministry is. So talk a little bit about that. It is older. Some of the older women in our church uh-huh. mentor the younger women, right. the younger wives, uh-huh. the young moms. Yeah. Um, Laurie Cotton brought that to our church years ago. Yeah. And it has been such a huge blessing. Right. COVID, you know. Yeah. That gum COVID. <laughs> hit, everything up, and it, we hadn't got to have it for several, for a couple of years now. And right. it's really, it's, it's, there's been a hole in my heart. Right. But getting to know those young women and mentoring them and encouraging them and loving on them. Yeah. Through, I mean, there's about six, I think, of us mentors. Uh-huh. And it's just, it's wonderful to be involved in each other's lives. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And just, and watch how the Lord kind of works yes. through those relationships. So yes. I was going to tell you, my mom, that was, you know, her job for, for several years was she was like the, the administrative assistant mm-hmm. at the, at a school, you mm-hmm. know? And uh, so, and she's the same kind of feeling, right? And she just, she just loves those kids and yeah. loves that loved the staff there and just loved kind of giving of herself in that way. And it's meant so much there to, to be there. But, but one thing that you said that I thought that I think is really important for all of us, right? No matter what we do mm-hmm. uh, for a living, like whatever our vocation yeah. is, um, we're not doing that by accident, right. you know? So sometimes, and, and it's true, right? You need a, you need to have a job, right? So mm-hmm. that you can provide for your family, yeah. right? You ever, you know, we, we, and so there's a, a part of it where you're going to this job and you may or may not like super enjoy it, but you go to it, you mm-hmm. work at it. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's no job out there where you love every part of it, you know, but, <laughs> but you go to your job, you work your job and so that you can get a paycheck so that you can, you know, provide for your family. Yeah. But as Christians, right, we, it's different for us because we believe that the hand of God has placed us in those places mm-hmm. and that we're supposed to minister, yeah. that, that God has placed us in relationship with the people that we work with and the people that we work for. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and we're supposed to embody his character and, and testify to his goodness to those people. And, uh, and I thought you, you you talked about that because you prayed about it, and the Lord was like, "No, this is where I want you." Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and yes. uh, I think that's an important thing for all of us to remember and recognize that these places are places where God has placed us. You know, yeah. we didn't just end up there by accident. You know, mm-hmm. so and yeah. if we're not happy where we're at, I mean, we really need to dig down deep and say, "Okay, Lord, is this really where you want me, or?" Right. Is there someplace else that you would have me to be? Yeah, if there's unrest in your soul, right. is that the Holy Spirit yeah. kind of moving you on, or is it the Holy, or, or is it just you not realizing what the most important thing mm-hmm. is that you're doing, which is which is actually testifying to the love of Christ? Yes. You can do that no matter where you are, you know, yes. uh, no matter what kind of job you're mm-hmm. in. You know, we're surrounded by those kind of people all the time yeah. who who need His love. You know, for sure. And people always tell me that I give great hugs. Yeah. I mean, and I guess I tell them, I said, I guess that's why I need to put on my tombstone when I die is she gave great hugs. Yeah, gave great hugs. Yeah. (laughs) And that's just another way to minister to people. It is. Yeah. You know, I feel, um, people keep asking me, when are you going to retire? When are you going to retire? I'm like, what is the deal? Is it because I'm letting my hair go gray that people think I need to retire? I mean, I don't know. (laughs) And finally the other day I said, when Jesus returns, that's right. Yeah. That's when I'm going to retire. That's right. And they looked at me like, "What are you even thinking?" I'm like, "It's true. I don't want to ever. They'll yeah. have to drag me away." Yeah, I yeah. believe they'll have to drag yeah. me out of school building. Because you love doing I it. I do. Yeah, I love it. And there's some jobs. It's a, that's it's really awesome because there's some places where you can work where you can actually 
you get to see a little bit of the difference that you're able to make yes. and you get to, you know, mm-hmm. and, and your job is one of those where you, you know, you get to, you watch those kids, like you said, you watch yes. them grow up and graduate yes. and, and they get to high school and playing sports and they go to college mm-hmm. and then you, then they have kids. Yes. So are you at that point yet where like kids who came through the school and you were working there now, their kids are there? Yes. Okay. Yes. And they, they, well, really, it's it's Dakota's age group. Yes, right. They've come back, uh-huh. and they've got kids. And I'm right. like, oh, my word. <laughs> <laughs> I remember your daddy. And, <laughs> I remember I remember having to call your parents up here all the time. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's hilarious. But that's the sweet part of it is just uh-huh. seeing the cycle. Right, yeah, yeah. Watching them grow and the, the kids that – I just think of Josh Grimes right now. I mean, he was yeah. one of the big, the kids in my building, and now watching him play ball uh-huh. and just yeah. being so successful, it, you know, it just warms your heart. There's so many others, but yeah, and you see like what kind of you know young men and young women yes. these people develop into, yes. which is which is that's really cool. Amy, you know, she teaches at Wayland, mm-hmm. and uh, and so the, the area that she teaches in. Not a lot of the kids who come in into the academic achievement program actually end up persisting to graduation because mm-hmm. it's these are kids who like educationally and everything they're kind of behind the eight ball to start and so we're, they're trying to get them up to speed you know but you know a few of them every year will graduate and for her it's just so awesome to see that culmination you know how mm-hmm. where, how they started and they were lost and wide-eyed freshmen and they you know weren't super academically prepared for what what was happening and then to watch them not only not only get through her classes and the, but to persist and and, and graduate yeah. you know it, that's a beautiful beautiful mm. thing to watch how the lord works in their lives you yes. know so i think we're kind of getting to that place in our life too where you know where like i mean for example there are people that um, that I was their college minister, mm-hmm. you know, and now they have families and they, you know, and they have kids that are, you know, that are growing up and everything. Mm-hmm. And so we're kind of in that phase of life where we're starting to see that like second generation or whatever of influence. Yeah. And that's just really cool, man. Yeah, It's a really cool thing. And it makes me, you know, uh, people watch us all the time. Yeah. And I think back when, you know, I'm at a different walk in my life now than right. I was when we were raising Dakota. Yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. by far. And I think back how the, his friends saw us or yeah. saw me. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, that's scary. And I hope and I know I know I'm better now right, than sure. I was. You know, God just grows us uh-huh. and we just yeah. draw closer to him. Right. All the time. Yeah. So uh, t- as a parent, mm-hmm. OK, with an adult child, what's like what's one thing that you would share with a new mom? You know, uh, who's just about maybe they're just about to have a baby or they have a little baby. You know, what's one? What's some? What's some wisdom that you might share with the new mom about about being a parent and, and oh, all that stuff? What wow, a new mom. Um, you know, just to love them, enjoy every stage. Yeah, I know. There's so many times we're like, oh, I can't wait till they walk, or I can't <laughs> wait till they start talking, or I can't wait. I can't wait for this. Can't wait for that. But right. enjoy every stage. Yeah, I mean, life is about seasons. Right. Yeah. There are seasons for everything and mm-hmm. Ecclesiastes. Right, right. Yeah. The scripture about seasons. For everything there is yes. a season. Yeah. For everything. And as the kids start growing, you know, just to teach them respect. Uh-huh. That's the one thing that warms my heart at school. Right. The kids being so respectful. Uh I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I 
I hear what you're saying too. Bring them up in church. Yeah. That's Come a, to church. Bring them up in church. Give them and that foundation. Like yes. That yeah. Instill that, right. that is so important that yeah. they need God in their lives. Yeah. Yeah. My Sadie goes to dance like five days a week. Mm-hmm. Like she's super involved in that. And sometimes Amy and I have to remind ourselves, look, she's not going to be a professional dancer, right? Like this is not, her life is not going to be dance. It's a great thing for her right now. It mm-hmm. teaches her character. She's learning to actually, where she dances, she's learning to use that as an expression of worship, which is really beautiful mm-hmm. and great. And so there's a lot of good things she's getting from it, but that's not going to be a part of her life for the rest of her life, right? But the the most important thing that we could do is instill love of Jesus, mm-hmm. you know, yes. and uh, and have her connected to the church and to the body of Christ and help her to understand and believe that that's important, right? Yes. That's the most important thing. So, yeah. uh, but that's hard to remember as a parent sometimes. It is so hard because we want, we want our kids to be at the same walk in life with God that we are. Right. Yeah. I remember that so clearly one time. Uh, a couple of <clears throat> ladies would get together on my porch and we would study the Bible and we would pray for each other. Uh-huh. And we were just talking about, you know, where our kids were and they were just struggling and yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. And, and we're like, but they're not where we are. Right. Yeah. They're not on the front porch praying for us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, no. so we can't, we can't get all discouraged because their time will come. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's uh, sometimes I, when Amy and I are talking to you, because know, Carson is, you know, 21. Mm-hmm. She's a junior in college, right? So, and sometimes we have to like stop and, and think about, okay, what were we doing when we were 21? Yeah. You know, like, uh-huh. like where were we in our faith journey and where yes. were we, you know, in our lives? And, and, uh, and, 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 so, and, and then we're, because you're right, like it, what you want to do, because we're kind of on the other side of all this, we want for Carson to be this, you know, fully mature person. And, mm-hmm. uh, and she's not, she's growing, you know, <laughs> and, and where, where I was when I, oh man, she's so much better. Uh, off and so much farther down the road than I was whenever I was her age. And so mm-hmm. I'm grateful for that. But I, I really hear what you're saying about seasons. You know, mm-hmm. um, you're right. Like the, and, and now I'm sure you had this experience too, but, but now like I see moms walking around with little babies on their hip and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And I'm just like, oh man, you know, I remember yeah. those days and they, they went by way too fast yes. and I had no idea in the moment how precious those days actually were. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and gosh, I just, you know, uh, to soak up every single one of those moments is just so important. I yeah. totally agree with that. And then you can think back and think, oh, what did I do? How did I you know, ruin this child. Why, why, why are they making the decisions that they're making? And right. we just have to, I mean, they've got, they've got their own thoughts. They've, yeah. they've got their own minds. I mean, mm-hmm. God gives us, he, yeah. he gives us that, that room, uh-huh. you know, to, to call on him right. and, and he gives us, he forgives us and picks yeah. us back up. And yep. Bust our honey and yeah, go yeah, on. Because <laughs> I've been there many times where the Lord's had to do that in my life. Yeah. I, th- I think that really is important too. I, I don't remember who I was talking to, but just a couple of days ago, I was talking to uh, a person who, you know, their uh, their child is really in the middle of a, a faith crisis. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. maybe they they feel like they've kind of walked away from faith and they uh, and they grew up in the church and they grew up, you know, uh, made a decision, you know, for Christ, even like, you know, were, was a leader in the youth group and all those kinds of things when they were, and now they've kind of walked away from their faith. And, and we were talking about it and just, that's a, those are tearful, oh. painful conversations, yes. you know, and, uh, but I remember telling them, I remember saying, look, the, the Lord is, fa- the good work that the Lord began, 
He is faithful to complete it. And that's not me saying it, mm-hmm. right? That's what the Word of God says. Yes. You know? And so, so what, what we can do, right, is we can love our children mm-hmm. and we can give them a foundation in Christ and yes. we can model, you know, Christ-likeness in front of them to the best of our ability. It's mm-hmm. going to be flawed, obviously. But, um, but if we, the Scripture promises that if we, if we do that, if we're faithful, right, then, then they won't depart from that. Right. When and, and I believe that the, the Lord um, draws those, those kids back into relationship with themselves at some point. And they may have to go through some bumps and bruises, mm-hmm. but guess what? I did too. Yes. You know, yes. my journey's not going to look like Carson's journey, mm-hmm. you know, and my journey's not going to look like Sadie's journey. Right. And, and I had to take my lumps and I made mistakes and I, you know, and, and they're going to do the same thing, but mm-hmm. God is faithful. Train up a child in the way he should yeah, go. Right. And when he's old, he won't depart he, he from won't it. He won't depart from it. It doesn't say when he's in his mid 20s, he right. won't depart from it. He may. Right? Yeah. It, oh, yeah. <laughs> when he's <laughs> old, right? When, <laughs> he is going, like the Lord is going to bring them back yes. into relationship with himself, right? Yes. Uh, he, 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 the God Almighty does not abandon mm-hmm. our children. Right. And uh, and anyway, so, uh, and also what you said about in, Chron- about, uh, in Colossians about praying, you know, yes. just being fervent in prayer mm-hmm. for our children. Uh, God honors that. Yes. You know? I believe he, he does. It. Yes. And uh, and so what he began, he, he's going to be faithful to complete. And uh, that's an important thing for, for us to remember. Yeah. And they, it's just, you know, our, our and we may be older in life. I mean, yeah. some some people. I mean, Joe Kirk and I—they were prime examples. It just takes us a little more time sometimes sure. to grab a hold. Yeah, yeah and yeah. I've so thought so many times that Dakota's going to have a wonderful testimony one of these days. Sure, when yeah. he decides to share it, uh-huh. when yeah. he comes to that part in his life. But right, right. you know, it's just just God is good. Uh-huh. He's faithful. He's always there for us. We right. just have to tap into him. Yeah, and yeah. stay with him. Right. Yeah, and he and he's working too. You yes. Know? Like so, it's not all. It doesn't even really depend on our effort in getting to Christ. Like yes. the Lord God is coming after us. Exactly. And uh, and that's I think so. So if you're a parent out there, and I'm sure, I'm sure there's a parent, right, who's listening <laughs> to this podcast and they're really struggling mm-hmm. with their their teenager or or what they're they're worried about their adult child, and. Uh, and so I, I would just say to you, you know, I hope you heard, you know, all this stuff that Angie was just talking about that, you know, God is faithful yes. and, and he's steadfast and he, he is working in the hearts of our children and, uh, and, and, and it, in, in his timing, right? Mm-hmm. At the yes. perfect time, right? That he's going to draw our children back into, into intimate relationship with himself. He yes. has not abandoned them. He's not going to do that. And he's not abandoned you either, parent, right? Yeah, <laughs> Out right. there. He's, do, do you ever, um, as a parent, and this is, this is really, you know, you can just say, I'm not answering that question because <laughs> <'cause, laughs> I, I tend to be this, I asked like the deep questions and you may be like, oh, I'm not going to do that. But uh, I know like as a, I remember one time, let me just, I'll just tell it to you this way. I remember one time, so Amy and I have been going through like a, just a real struggle in our marriage, like a, a kind of a critical, you know, stage that we went through. And it's mm-hmm. one of the things that, as we talk about in our testimony, how the Lord really worked through that time in our life. But yes. I remember, I remember one time we were out of town and we'd asked one of our friends to come over to the house because we had dogs and check mm-hmm. on our dogs mm-hmm. and everything. And anyway, he came over to the house and he, he, uh, he sent me a picture and he was laughing, you know, at this picture. He sent me this picture. And it was of Carson's uh, dollhouse. Mm-hmm. And 
the and all the dolls were kind of in there, you know, set up in there. But the the uh, the Ken doll, right? Uh, his uh, his hands were tied up together, and there was a <laughs> thing around his mouth. Yes. You know, and he was sent it to me. He was laughing. He was like, "I don't know what game your kid is playing, but <laughs> you know, look at this." But when I saw that, you know, because Amy and I had been arguing, and mm. we had been, you know, what I mean. We had yes. just been in a really. Uh, a really painful situation. Both of us, you know, had just been really uh, going through some deep, you know, dark mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I remember thinking, you know, and she will tell you this day, I don't know, that had nothing to do with you. I wasn't even thinking about you. But but for in my heart and in my mind, I was like, oh man, you know, all this struggle that I've been going through, my daughter's picking it up, you know. Mm-hmm. And I got, I felt so ashamed and so guilty, you know, as a parent and just, you know, gosh, have I, you know, have I really painted this wrong picture for my child? Have I, you know, mm-hmm. have, have you been through a time like that as a parent? Do you ever struggle with that, with just those feelings of, man, you know, have I messed this up? Yes. I mean, when Joe Kirk, I mean, he talks about how, how he's a, he was an alcoholic. Right. Yeah. And Dakota seeing us drinking all the time. I right, mean, I yeah. know he thought, hey, that's fine. You know, we're just going to, yeah, I'm going to do you. that as an adult too. And, right. That's what adults do. That's what yeah. adults do. And, right. you know, sometimes it comes back to bite us. Right, right. And right. we have to have consequences and right. different things like that. And so, yeah, I, I look back and think, oh, yeah. we, what did we do to him? Right. right <laughs> what right. did we do? I, I told Amy one time, I was like, look, I get, I know that my kids, our kids one day are going to have to go to therapy because of something I said or did, right? <laughs> I think I shared this on another podcast but episode, but I, but I know, you know, if I could just love them, right? And if I could just yeah. love Jesus, then maybe this all works out in the end. And maybe that's what I want to say. It totally does. So um, if you're out there, like if you're, if you're out there listening to this and you're, and you, you're struggling with like just shame, like maybe, mm-hmm. and you're asking, have I failed as a parent, right? Uh, maybe it's a good reminder for us this morning, me and you t- included, mm-hmm. that we're not the ones raising our kids. Mm-hmm. We're not the ones responsible yeah. for the, for the, you know, their, their relationship with God. It's, it's the Lord God that's doing that. Truth. He, He's doing it. He has promised that He's going to be faithful. We do the best we can, mm-hmm. and we're going to get it right. And we're gonna get it wrong. Yes, you know sometimes, but God is faithful even when we're even when we're unfaithful, right? And even when we uh, even when we fall short of who we want to be as people and as parents. And uh, it's good to it's just good to remember that. I'm glad it doesn't depend on me, aren't you, Angie? Uh, yes, so very glad. glad. And just to know that when our kid when we see our kids struggling, yeah, we're praying, but let them know. Absolutely. That we're yeah. praying for them also. I mean, I know a lot of times Dakota would roll his eyes like, oh, yeah, right, Mom. But <laughs> still, I hear I, you, Mom. It, it's, you can see that light go off every now and then. Uh-huh. You know, it sinks in. Yes. Right. They know they've got somebody out there praying for them, supporting them. Yeah. And just trying to help them through. Well, in those moments, you're, I think you're right. Like, those moments really matter to our kids. Mm-hmm. And, and they remember them. Like, those those things are seeds that are planted too. And sometimes as parents, we can get into this trap of only imagining all the wrong things we've done as being influential on our kids. Yes, you know, yes. And we forget like all of these other things, all of these other ways that we've tried to love our kids and tried to, and tried to show them the truth of the gospel over the course of their lives. And, yeah. and, uh, and, and we, we just tend to, uh, that's a human deal. We just tend to kind of focus yeah. on what we wish we would have done better. Yeah. You know? Don't put them on a pedestal. Right. 
take time out for you and your husband. Uh-huh. The kids will be okay. Right. Yeah. You don't have to be there 24-7 for <laughs> yeah. them. Yeah. They want to see you uh-huh. spending a weekend together. Right. Without them, uh-huh. they, I think, I really do think they'd appreciate that. I do too. Just knowing it takes all, a lot of um, pressure off of them. Yeah. Knowing yeah. they don't have to be the center of attention all the time, right. even though I, they want to be. Yeah. Yeah. But, but when they are, right, mm-hmm. when our world kind of orbits around them, yes. then especially when our worlds kind of start to fall apart. Mm-hmm. Like if you, if your kid, if the world kind of orbits around your kid, but then like you go through this difficult period in your marriage, that's why I think we have so many children of divorce mm-hmm. who they assume it was their fault. Yes. Right. Because yeah. they, because they were made to feel subconsciously, mm-hmm. right. Like they were the center of the family's universe. So mm-hmm. when the family falls, falls apart, it had to have had something to do with them, Yes, which is not true no. and not accurate, but, but, uh, but we can put them in that position where mm-hmm. they feel that way. If, if everything does kind of orbit around them. Yes. I mean, I, uh, you know, we're the, the other day I was, you know, I was in the kitchen and I was talking to Amy and I, and I was giving her a hug and a kiss, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, uh, and it's funny. There's a, I, don't, I don't even know if I should share this or not, but Amy's <laughs> probably going to kill me. But, uh, but she had just been reading this article about how, you know, you should have at least one time a day where you're, where you're, where you kiss your spouse for more longer than 10 seconds, yes. you know? And so, so kind of in a joking way, but also kind of serious, like we will, We'll kiss each other. We'll, we can could, we could tell we're both like 1,001. 1, you know what I'm doing? Like, we'll I love ca- that. Ca- making sure. And, uh, but anyway, Sadie was watching that, right? So she was watching that. Mm-hmm. And she was like, gross. You know, I can't believe you guys are doing that. That's so disgusting. And Amy's like, would you rather have parents who never touched each other, right? Who like who uh, who barely even talked to each other and didn't want to be around you? Would you rather that be the case? And she was like, no. And we're like, yeah, that's right. That's right. So deal with it, kid. You know, we love each other. And that's how it is. So, you know. And you're showing the healthy part that's of marriage. Right. That's right. They need to see healthy. They don't yeah. see healthy on TV or no. movies or social media. Yeah. It starts at home. That's right. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. And I think, you know, for, for, for me and you too, like in our families, mm-hmm. you know, I think one of the beautiful parts of Amy and I's testimony is that, you know, it's not like our kids, maybe some people have like beaver cleaver marriages right. and homes or whatever, where, you know, everyone was perfect all the time and not. happy all the time. And your marriage was just this awesome thing all the time. But, but Amy and I, is not, it hasn't yeah. been that way. And I think anybody who's been married, we've been married 26, you guys 38, mm-hmm. anybody has been married for that amount of time you're there is going to be a time where you struggle yes. that's just how it is you know every any relationship mm-hmm. you know that's that lasts for a, a period of time like that's going to struggle but but our kids have had the benefit of watching us yeah. find each other mm-hmm. and find christ even in the middle of struggle mm-hmm. and i'm grateful for that yeah and i know it's not always good i guess to share with your kids yeah, the, what goes on it. in your yeah, marriage, yeah. all the yuck. They but need to see all of it. Dakota was old enough. Sure. And so we shared with him. Yeah. And I just yeah. hope that meant something to him. Yeah. You oh, know? guarantee it. That, I guarantee. You know, we guarantee. just open up our lives to yeah. people. Yeah. And that's one thing that we talk about in our marriage class in I say our marriage class. It's the marriage class. It's yeah. everybody. Yeah, like. yeah. But you're. But this is your, this is something yes. that the Lord led you guys to do. Yes. Though, Angie. And so it there is. is a sense of ownership about it. I guess. Yeah. Oh, anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. That. Oh, I lost my train of thought now. You're, you're talking about one thing that you share. You like to share in the marriage class, and it was about. We were talking about how you you 
shared everything with Dakota about what you guys are going through and about that, all those struggles and how we make ourselves vulnerable to each other. Yes, being vulnerable. Thank you. Um, If we don't open up our lives to other people and share, we never know if, if, if they've been through that same thing before and they can give you some advice. Right. They can pray with you. Right. They can pray for you. I mean, that, I think that's what God calls us to do to be together uh-huh. As a group, you know, find your place, find your, find your Sunday school class, your, your people, your, yeah. the ones that you can share life with. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and in your, in our marriages too, like I, for me, I didn't, I never wanted for Amy to see how I might be struggling, mm-hmm. you know, because I thought, right, that I wanted for Amy to respect me. All men want yes. that, right? I wanted for Amy to respect me. And so I thought that if I told her, about all the ways that I was struggling, about you know what mm-hmm. was going on in my heart sometimes, that it would make her think I was weak or make her think that she couldn't respect me. Yeah. You know? So I wouldn't share that stuff with her. Mm-hmm. And uh, what I learned, like after 20 years of marriage, I was such an idiot, but what I learned was that like being able to be open and vulnerable with Amy and share with her, that's, that's how she felt close to me. Mm-hmm. Like she needed that for me and I was withholding it from her. Yeah. Because I wanted, I didn't want for her to to think that I wasn't, you know. And we actually just talked about uh, in the series that 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 we're in, you know, in, enough. We talk about those insecurities mm-hmm. that sometimes drive us, and um, and man, I, that was a big thing for me. Like I, I, I was afraid of revealing myself completely to my spouse because mm-hmm. I was afraid that she would that she would think less of me and maybe even reject me, you know. Yes. So I didn't want her to see all that. But when I did finally start to do that. Well, that was a huge thing in our marriage. It drew us so much closer. There was so much more intimacy because, mm-hmm. you know, she was getting to see my heart. Yes. And, and I think sometimes for women too, like, you know, for Amy, not wanting maybe to uh, to always share all of that stuff with me, mm-hmm. you know, because you don't you you want to be treasured. You know, you want to mm-hmm. you want you want for your husband to think that you're beautiful and amazing, and you know what I mean, yes. and and precious, and so so. Uh, so that, but that ability to share with each other what's going mm-hmm. on in our hearts—that's the—that's really the key to intimacy in a healthy marriage. Well, and men sometimes seem to be so closed off. You oh, know, gosh, they just yeah, want to be the gosh. masculine, and yeah. I've got it all under Why? control. Why do do I don't know, yeah. but when I see men open up, yes, and be emotional, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that just melts my heart. Yeah. That and that. Because they're being vulnerable, right? Right. And yeah. God's working on their heart. Yeah. And you can tell. Yeah. And our, our our families, our our wives and our kids, you know, they need to see that we don't have it all together yes, all the time. Yes, exactly. And uh, because they've got to learn, they're not going to have it all together all the time. Right. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. what do you do with that? How do yeah. you navigate that? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Uh, I, 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 it's so been awesome. Like one of the first people I met at church mm-hmm. was Joe Kirk. Yeah. So, Cause he grabbed me in Plainview before I was even the pastor. It was like, Hey, let's go to lunch, you know? And so we got to talk, you know, uh-huh. and it was awesome. And I had a great time kind of getting to know him, but just yours, y'all's story. Mm-hmm. And I would encourage everybody, if you're listening, uh, be a part of that marriage maintenance class. Yeah. It is so great. And it, it's great because of the way God uses your story, yes. but it's also great because of all the other couples that are in there sharing yes. their story too. Like exactly. it's really encouraging. Mm-hmm. And, yes. Uh, so I would encourage you to, if you're married, that's a class that you definitely need to sign up for and be a part of. Uh, it's going to, it's going to really encourage you and minister to you. But, um, 
but but y'all's story, the you know, hearing your story and mm-hmm. and uh, and and watching kind of how God has worked in your life through yeah. all this time and getting to know you guys has been really an amazing blessing. Thank you uh, for being part of this church for sure. So and you and and your husband are are precious to Amy and I. We love you guys mm-hmm. very Thank much. You. So well, we just love. We love being able to help. Yeah. Being yeah. able to, you know, in some small ways. Sometimes it may just be praying. Right. Yeah. But we're here. Yeah. Absolutely. We're here. We we just made that decision about seven years ago. Uh-huh. We were going to stick and stay. Yeah. We're here. This is we're here place. for the long haul. We're here. It's God's, where God's led us. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm grateful that he did because mm-hmm. uh, because now that I'm the pastor, I get to hang out with you guys and get to know you. And I'm grateful for that. And uh, and thank you for spending some time yes. with us today, uh, Angie, and and for sharing your your heart. Look, this is not an easy thing for nope. people to do. So, and I know that uh, to just bear your soul for mm-hmm. you know for anybody who might want to listen to the podcast. So, uh, so I'm really grateful for you doing that. And I and I know that some of the stuff we talked about today is going to be really encouraging. I hope folks. so. That's yeah. that's I do. Yeah. Well, uh, you're a constant encouragement. So, uh, so I know that that's going to be the case. And uh, if you're listening, thank you for for joining us on the podcast today. Uh, please remember always that if there's any way we can pray for you, yes. we want to do that. Uh, you can uh, contact the church. You can call the church. You can get uh, all of our contact information off our website, firstshallowwater.org. You can contact us for prayer. There's actually you can fill out a prayer card on our website if you'd like, and we would love to be praying for you and lifting you up. Uh, if there's anything that we can do for you or any way we can minister to you, uh, we want to do it. And if you'd like to know more about uh, the marriage maintenance class, yes. uh, you can just uh, send, uh, why don't you send an email to uh, Annie Abney, she's our ministry assistant, and that's Annie, A-N-N-I-E, at firstshallowwater.org. Send her an email and we'll get you some more information about how to sign up for the future because the session, yes. this session's already closed. It is. So after this one's done, you'll begin a new one. And that's yes. where, so we'll get information to you about that and you can know how to sign up for that. I encourage everybody, if you're married, everybody. Mm-hmm. You oh, yes. It just yeah. gives us wonderful tools to just keep on. Yep. Keep our marriages healthy. Yeah, and that takes constant work. Like yes. you don't just, you, you know, you don't, you don't just, you know, do some things, and then your marriage is healthy, and it just stays that way no. magically for the rest <laughs> of your life. You know, <laughs> it's a constant journey. Constant. It? So, all right. Well, thanks, Angie, and uh, thanks all of you out there for listening. Uh, we are grateful that you cho- that you chose to join us. There are a bunch of other podcast episodes on here. If you haven't listened to those, make sure you go back and listen to some of those. And I would particularly suggest Joe Kirk's, which was uh, which was several weeks ago. Uh, it'd be it's awesome to get these bookends of yeah. y'all's story. That's really cool. <laughs> so hear from both folks, but uh, but go out and listen to the other episodes on the on the podcast. And thanks for joining us today. And uh, we'll see you around town. Thank you.